0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Benchmark Podcast. This is Brother Wolf here, and I'm joined with my brother. Say, say hi to everybody. Oh, I'm yeah. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Rev. <laughs> and then a big bag shark came. <laughs> oh.
1: I'm sorry about losing my composure. This is YNB Collins with the Benchmark Podcast,
0: and today we're going to talk about uh, an interesting um, little uh, movie trailer that just dropped during the NBA Finals weekend. You sound mad about it because I was sitting there chilling, watching my NBA Finals game that uh, that was going on, and you know they just had commercials And NBA Finals. You got to pay for it somehow n b a finals is not like like uh the Super Bowl the Super Bowl <coughs> sorry, the super Bowl uh has like these big name commercials, and you're expecting you know woo to get wild and amazed and everything like that you know you're you're expecting that, but uh you know, they dropped one on us uh in n b a finals who's the, us uh anybody that was watching the n b a finals whereas you know. We're watching, we're expecting some major b-ball and everything like that. Maybe some tennis shoe commercials, you know, maybe some, you know, uh, gear commercials and everything like that. You get those. But then this thing right here comes up. <laughs> Whatever you want to call this thing that whoa, just pops whoa, whoa. on Why there. Why are you getting attitude with me? Because they did this, all right? <laughs> so what that got to do with me? You are the person that is listening to me right now talk about it. So, so I have, uh, unlike my brother that has, uh, according to him, not seen very many uh, horror movies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I haven't seen many movies. We know this. I just right. suck when it comes to movies. But uh horror movies, definitely, and, you know, you know, me and him talk all the time about old the old days, a uh, nightmare on Elm Street and certain, you know, horrible nightmares that we had from off of it. Why nowadays. do you talk about it fondly?
1: <laughs> like a mass murderer in your dreams, and you say, remember the good old days? <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, bro.
0: So this happens whereas, and and, and I'm going to cut to it. I'm not even going to say the name of the movie. I'm not going to say the name of the movie. I'm going to put you in the same mind frame I was when the movie first came on, as a matter of fact, you're not even in the same mind frame I was because I see a commercial. I see a commercial with a guy being loaded into a uh, I, I called I, I called it a coma machine to my <laughs> not friend. A not a <laughs> I'm coma. Gonna say MRI, a MRI machine. So he gets loaded into the MRI machine and you know the doctor puts him in there and he's you know looking up at the machine and it's it's Will Arnett you know a guy that we that that we know from uh BoJack Horseman and everything like that I, I love that show and he's batman <laughs> and he's batman and so the 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 thing is is he's loaded into the machine the machine starts up and then all of a sudden you hear blackness I know you're thinking to you in your mind, how can you hear blackness? <laughs> but if you look at the commercial, you will understand what I mean. There is nothing but silence and darkness and he's in the machine and he knows something is wrong because if you're in this type of machine, lights are supposed to be going off. You know, it's circling around you and everything like that. But instead, there is nothing but darkness darkness. So he's looking, and he's thinking to himself, well, something's got to be wrong. So then he starts to hear a sound, and that sound starts to get closer and closer until finally this big cross-eyed motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> with a comb-over. correct. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> kakai motherfucker who would've come over starts running up the machine crawling up the machine towards him (laughs) and I have to say even though I'm a grown man I went ah (laughs) and what was in my hand flew up in the sky
1: (laughs) and how bad
0: is my godson's laugh at you they ran down. They were like, Dad, what happened? What happened? I was like, trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Are they old enough to spell trauma? Yeah, They, they know how to spell Shakuri, boys. <laughs> you mean Lunchables. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I had to show this scene to my brother, and he got more of a warning for it than me. Because I didn't even get a warning; that it was for a horror movie. I thought, well, maybe Will Arnett is in a comedy. Maybe he's in an action. Maybe something like that is going. Maybe it's dramatic. Maybe he doesn't know what's about what he's about so, to find so, so out in this case. Let, let, let me
1: wait, wait, wait. Let me pause you for a second. You realize the main character is not Will Arnett, right?
0: <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not Will so, Arnett. So the main character is Patrick Wilson. I'm sorry, but I didn't even know it was Patrick Wilson when I first saw the commercial. I said this is a guy in a uh, MRI machine. No, coma machine. Say what coma you say. Coma machine. <laughs> that may you have
1: are been... the reason why
0: American healthcare sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the reason why the public school system sucks. Anyway. <laughs> column A and column B. You can be two, but you can be more than one. So the point is, is that he, all of a sudden, you know, is in the machine about to find out, well, he... He did find out some bad news <laughs> but i said well it is a a mri machine maybe he's about to find out some bad news maybe oh, he got know, some bad news He <laughs> came straight up to shoot straight up the shoot so all of a sudden you know i i, I get in the realization after i see this big thing Cross eyed motherfucker. cock Cockeyed. <laughs> Cock-eyed. <laughs> Running up the machine towards him. And I, and, and, and after the initial jolt, I realized wait, Will Arnett plays Patrick Wilson in the Insidious series, and it all came together. It came together like that. But it took me a second for me to realize that holy crap, this is a horror movie trailer. This is not just a, a drama action. Or a comedy trailer or something like that. Because I honestly with Will Arnett, it could be in any, any of those things. It's Patrick Wilson, not Will Arnett. That's the guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, so that that that's what I'm saying. So um So no no no. Let let's let's be real here. You were trying to scare me. That's what you no, did. Uh, they did they did that to me.
1: <laughs> what did we learn about Samara? You don't pass the curse on. You just
0: take your L. And that's it. The point is. No, that's not...
1: <laughs> the point is you tried to show me uh, um, what you call, quote unquote, Will Arnett in the middle of a uh, coma machine, coma machine. Like... <laughs> in the MRI machine, the lights go out. He's getting scared. Hey, man, let me out. You know, I don't, I don't like what's going on. Mm-hmm. Then he hears pitta, patter pitta, patter. patter. Mm hmm. Pitter-patter, (laughs) pitter-patter. Now, mind you, one of my favorite movies of all time, 1986, James Cameron Aliens. The scene where they realize they're in the vents and they look up and they're losing their shit. Mm -hmm. I already know. Small enclosed spaces, (laughs) Storm has claustrophobia for a reason. Let's be real. When I hear that, I'm like, oh, no, something's coming to get him. And then this big, (laughs) cockeyed, comb-over, Captain (laughs) Spaulding, Devil's Rejects motherfucker is coming to look at you. What he's trying to tell you is what my reaction was, not his reaction. He jumped like a bitch. I jumped like a bitch, too. But I was threatening in my mannerisms.
0: Do you want to tell them what you said your defense mechanism to this would be? (laughs) I I did the Uncle Ruckus. Excuse me,
1: I couldn't hear the side of me shitting myself. Am I lying? You're you're stuck. First off, you're in the hospital gown. Say what you want, but credit but that to- is one of the most vulnerable moments you will ever be in. Credit to Will Smith in Fresh Prince when he put both of them on to make sure there wasn't any hangage. Uh, is that a the right? I don't even know. Uh, it was invented that day. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, I'm not trying to go ahead and do all that. So you sitting there, ass cheeks on this cold metal. You don't know whose crusted cheeks have been on this before. And all of a sudden you hear, pitter, patter pitter, patter, patter. <laughs> And the light's out. You already not having a good day. You already have been haunted for most of your life. You got somebody thinking you will on that. <laughs> just, just add down the list of what's going wrong. Then all of a sudden... <clears throat> what I believe is the hillbilly equivalent of Fleece Johnson comes running up the chute. I like you and I want you. Oh no. I have nothing positive. Why are you crying?
0: Why are you crying? Because you said you would immediately shit in his immediate direction. It's it's already coming. So I may as well use it as a defense mechanism.
1: You tell him... Okay, so I'm the only one. No. <laughs> in turn, put the, the, the small trailer in so that way people can see this. In the show notes, go ahead and find the... It's like a 30-second Insidious trailer. Insidious the Red Door. Mm-hmm. Look up this trailer and tell me if you're not in the MRI machine, if something's crawling up the chute looking for your chute, you telling me you're not going to do whatever flows downhill? <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. All of a sudden, I'm thinking uh, Castle Crashers when you fight the boss. <laughs> all of a sudden, Keep shitting throughout the entire board, <laughs> and you have to follow him with that going on. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to no. know.
1: But so so the the benchmark I'm getting at is number one.
0: It's not Coma Machine. <laughs> Well, the benchmark I'm getting at is number two. <laughs> Be ready for the unexpected, because goddamn, going <laughs> <laughs> to a So, is that why the Heat lost? <laughs> yes. Dun, dun,
1: dun. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, insidious the red door is why the Miami Heat are not winning. That's what you're putting money on. That's what you're going to
0: Caesar's playbook. The, uh, hey, I can't help it. They, yeah, <laughs> there is no defense against that. <laughs> So there's no defense you keep calling the man Will Arnett? First of all, in that position, as long as I get the fuck away from him, I'm going to call him a bunch of names. Will Arnett is going to probably be the most kind one of them. Touche. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. It's like the telepath conversation. I'll give you that
1: one. That's an automatic win. Don't. But you, so I guess my concern is this. Why is it First off, I want to give credit to Blumhouse for always finding a way to make the horror more accessible. Because I'm not a horror fan, but I've seen Mm -hmm. a few Blumhouse movies. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you right now, they manage to find when you're at your most vulnerable, but you're still an adult with control of your faculties and there's nothing you can do about it. That's where they succeed. Like, uh, what's the the, the trope being the white girl in the woods where you trip? Mm Mm-hmm. When Jason did that one, when, when the FBI agent tripped, and he's like, Oh, this was easy. I'ma go home in time for dinner. And right. he lifted that knife up and them spotlights came on and you saw the
0: a sugar cookie. <laughs> I mean the thing is in Blumhouse film that you don't have to trip.
1: <laughs> you get got
0: regardless. <laughs>
1: like I'll say it like this. The scariest horror movie scene of all time was not in a horror movie. And I'm waiting for Blumhouse to figure out a way to incorporate it. Lethal Weapon (laughs) 2.
0: I know what you're talking about now. Uh, (laughs) The look on uh, the look on uh, Murtaugh. uh, Riggs and Murtaugh. Murtaugh Look on Murtaugh's face when he looked at Riggs and he was like (laughs) Boom. (laughs) (laughs) He gave him that look before Riggs grabbed his hand and was like, yeah, we're gonna have to get off of here. And Murtaugh was like Riggs. I he, he didn't say the words. <laughs> he just looked directly at him. And, and Riggs understood. As crazy as Riggs was, Riggs understood cleanly. <laughs> so for those who don't understand, back when Mel
1: Gibson was palatable, <laughs> <laughs> right. the Lethal Weapon franchise was pretty solid. It, it had some great action, some great writing, some scary scenes. And what ended up happening was... Lethal Weapon 2. Riggs and Murtaugh. So... Danny Glover is Murtaugh, Riggs is Gibson. So Murtaugh goes home, and he does what everybody does. You get home, relax, let me use the bathroom before I go about the rest of my day. He sits on the toilet, does what he has to do, and then all of a sudden, when he goes to roll the toilet paper, he sees a handwritten note that says, boom. And then he looks over, and he sees the telltale beeping and the flashing of the LED light. You know, there's a bomb stuck to the damn toilet. And it isn't until Riggs comes in the house, because he's just, you know, it's like the sitcom family member mm-hmm. who comes in. And he ends up saving him. Because he has a cast iron tub, that's number one. Yeah. And number two, that was one of the sca- In the sanctity of your... I can't take a dump. <laughs> right. So you... So if there's a... If there For a, uh. A... Uh, Dogma, the excremental, the Golgothan. <laughs> if there's a shit demon out there <laughs> waiting to catch me down bad when I'm using the toilet, I have nothing but negativity for you. Right. That right. is some horrible shit, pun intended.
0: <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing is, I was telling my brother about this, is the series um, Insidious, is it's almost a fallback to uh, the old Poltergeist movies, and he said, well he didn't see the poltergeist movies, which I understand. I saw the poltergeist movies. It was a big part of my childhood. So, uh, one of the, one of the things about the poltergeist movie was the fact that, uh, the little girl in the movie, uh, Carol Ann was a conduit for the spirits into the real world. If they got her, they could use her to bring themselves into the real world. They, she was a um, she was a a uh, medium? a medium, a really strong medium. And so what happens is they would no longer need to communicate through other sources. They could just freely flow into the world through her, and then they could use that to sow all kinds of chaos, fear, death, destruction, and everything. So like I
1: guess that. the question I have is this: I understand maybe I'm a little bit too naive, and I thought you know Casper was the the, the jour ghost. <laughs> Why were the ghosts and poltergeists so
0: angry? Well, they believed in this in, in this uh, father, this priest kind of uh, uh, some religious man uh, that told them that if if, if if essentially he was a Jim Jones kind of guy, he 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 he
1: caused the price of Kool Aid to fall.
0: Something like that. <laughs> but he told them one thing about going into, you know, getting, going into, you know, paradise and living and, you know, forever and everything like that. But essentially, he led them all to their death and a horrible death at that. So they were pissed off because they died horribly, these people. Oh, so revenge. Yeah. Essentially, it was revenge, not just on him but on just the idea of the fact that why do these people get to live while I died so horribly you know and so essentially Insidious takes that same idea and modernizes it and it changes it from being a little girl to a little boy the difference was Poltergeist <coughs> sorry the Poltergeist movies had to live had to uh had to end early I don't know if you know this but wasn't there w- three of them Yes, but it wasn't supposed to just be a three-movie saga. What happened was, curiously enough, uh, after each Poltergeist movie, a cast member died. You mean like
1: worse than Brandon Lee and the Crow?
0: I mean like they died through uh, extenuating circumstances. Um, The first one, I believe it was, I'm not sure if the first one, the daughter died or the medium died. I thought you said the daughter was the medium. Well, no. Okay, so there was a medium that was trying to help them in the first movie. I'm not sure if they were trying to help them in the second movie too or if they had died by the time of the second movie. But the older daughter, either the medium died in the first movie or the older daughter died, uh, well, not in the movie, but in real life.
1: Why Why don't you just use Siri to look it up and scare the hell out of me in
0: real life too? Uh, I, I could do that. <laughs> but um, the the point is, is after each movie, a cast member had died before they got a chance to make the fourth movie, the little girl that played Carol Ann had died. Yeah. So that was part of the reason why they had to end the series. Now, Insidious actually...
1: Um, oh, is that your
0: So, uh, so now Insidious actually, uh, but with it they're actually getting to fully fledge out this storyline in which I think this would have been where poltergeist would have went. Oh, um, so you're just saying this is the spiritual successor? It is. It, it truly is. If you look at the, the comparison in between the stories, they're using this boy who or started out as, as a boy in the first movie, eventually by this now being the fifth movie um, it, it is now a grown man essentially – And uh, what's what's happened is these ghosts are still looking for that connection. I say ghosts, but by by this point, since they've been harboring these emotions and these uh, feelings towards the living for so long, they've become demons. But uh, they're looking for that connection to bridge them into the regular world um, so that they can, you know, feel free to do whatever it is in which they normally had done. So, um, so I'm gonna ask the dumb question. So,
1: I, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. In *Insidious*, the main antagonist is the red faced demon, the lipstick demon. Uh, is was he killed horribly and, uh, and led astray and hoodwinked and bamboozled, or is he
0: just an ass? Uh, he is actually the the person that led the others into the death that they 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 ran into. So, in in it it's the same trope almost from Poltergeist, whereas the primary uh, ghost that was after Carol Ann was the father, the the the, the priest, because it was his way of coming full on the prophecy of showing them, see, I brought y'all through it, and this is this is going to be y'all paradise. Y'all able to wreak havoc on the living.
1: Okay, so he's an ass. He's in the bad guy category. Okay, right. cool. Just wanted to make sure
0: so that so that, that's the whole connection is that um you know i see this as being a successor to that and i see this as possibly being the ending to that series um in which if it is it's been quite a series i know insidious one and two me and my family found well i say family, me and the older kids in my family <coughs> i'm sorry in my and my wife we found uh, exhilarating and thrilling in the first two movies. Why people... Wa-
1: I guess I have enough problems in my life already. But why... I've never under The You've psychology... Never understood
0: why people seek that that thrill, that feeling?
1: Ba- basically.
0: Uh, I understand completely what you mean. Uh, I think... and And I... There are times in which I don't have that feeling either. Like, we all know, you know, me. I was one of those people who... Playing Resident Evil like three, and Nemesis knocks down the freaking wall, and I am like, ah, you know, and uh, running uh, like uh, a big dog. (laughs) Uh, uh, Uh-uh, what you got? (laughs) I mean, thank goodness I had the wherewithal to pause the game (laughs) before I walk off.
1: (laughs) I mean, I am waiting for the successor for Eternal Darkness to come out. That's what I am waiting for. That game, by far, was one of the best horror tropes in. The, the stories we heard of people breaking their TVs, breaking their controllers, mm-hmm. losing. I'm I'm waiting to see that come back to fruition. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, you talk about horror movie situations, but a horror game with situation, I feel, would be that imagine if you press pause and it doesn't actually pause the game during the wrong moment. Like, I, 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 that I would think that would be... And I'm surprised that that hasn't happened yet in a video game. I... I want to wonder if that happened
1: during eternal darkness.
0: I know I've. Been- I have do not think it happened during it. it, it I think in eternal da- darkness, it was a situation. Whereas maybe. No, I don't think it actually happened like that. Because I want to say maybe they paused it, and so you know something is off when they pause the game, and then you look at it and you're like, I didn't press the pause button. So, so
1: Eternal Darkness should go down as one of the most innovative video games in history. It was a cerebral
0: thriller. Yeah, it, very, it really very was. much
1: so. The game, um, if it's Lovecraftian in nature, and what ends up happening is the game had certain effects where when you would do a triggering event, the event would actually start making you believe it actually started fiddling with the actual device itself. So let's say you grab the key off the pedestal, Well, all of a sudden... The darkness starts changing like the the, the game would go ahead and show the darkness would start changing on the TV. You'd grab your remote trying to change it and you'd actually be altering. So when you let like, game loaded back up, you'd lose. Just uh, YouTube, Eternal Darkness, GameCube. You'll see all the goofy videos and how uh, What's the what I'm looking for. Mind blowing. It was for the time.
0: I mean, uh, uh, if you want to talk about, you know, psychological, I think even before Eternal Darkness, you wouldn't know this because you're not a big fan. But in Metal Gear Solid, they had the Psycho Manus. Psycho Manus
1: with the uh, the second controller. Yeah. That one, as much as I can't stand Metal Gear, that by far is one of the best, one of the best ways. And if it wasn't for the fact that that was in the game, you wouldn't have beat that one. You would
0: yeah, I, and, and and that's uh, one of those situations where, you know, uh, first he has control of the, uh, first he takes control of the controller, then um, he they deletes. the memory card, right? It, well, well, no. First he takes control of the controller, whereas he is moving the controller. The way how you get over that is you switch controllers to the second controller. Port, the second port, yeah. Yeah. Then, after that doesn't work, later on in the fight, what he does is he deletes whatever memory card was in spot one. So, the only way around that is to use the memory card that was in spot two. So, yeah, uh, the Psychomantis fight uh, is one of those first, uh, if you ask me, it was one of those first uh, takes into psychological uh, game warfare.
1: Now, I will say, before that is uh, X-Men on the Genesis, stage five, Mojo's World. Uh, The things that's uh, severe about this is now you're further into the game. Uh, First stage, I forgot who you beat in the first stage, but like third stage was Apocalypse. Fourth stage was Ahab. And then fifth stage was Mojo's World. And Mojo was like in the middle of the stage. So you beat Mojo. He's actually not that hard. But the thing is, there's some unforgiving jumps. So if you don't make the jumps, you're losing characters really quickly. You can only switch X-Men once. Right, so that's problem number. That's two problems right there. You finally get to the point, and uh, what what we know is the danger room has been infected with a virus, and they keep saying reset the console, reset the console, reset the console. So you finally get all the way to the part, and the game won't scroll anymore, and you see this big screen. So your character attacks it, and nothing happens, and the timer just keeps going, keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. Now the timer's in the red, and Professor X sends you a message, reset the console, reset the console, and I would always die. It wasn't until Tips and Tricks later comes out and says, you have to get up off your Tukus, walk over to the Genesis, and press reset on the console, mm-hmm. which allows the game to go ahead and proceed to stage six to go to Avalon and fight Magneto. First example I've ever seen of that, not Psycho Manus, even though Psycho Manus was good with it, because deleting your data... Oh, there's a special place in hell for you.
0: <laughs> there's a special place in hell for you. I, I I still remember uh there there was this uh video before uh there there were a bunch of them uh scrolling on uh not uh, on the clock app and also on YouTube uh this uh, uh this guy that uh continues uh, uh, he he him and his girl get into a fight they get into an argument. And what she does is she goes in and she deletes his data on all of his games. And, like, all of the female gamers are like, if you do that to me, <laughs> they'll still be finding your body parts, you know, and everything like that. So, you know, it, 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 it makes me laugh, you know, when I, when I think about that in the psychological... That, that's just wrong. That's just wrong. He, he show, we we got a little bit off topic, and he's showing further other the thing. And the worst thing is, is it's kind of because of the way it's looking and that one scene, he has it in slow-mo running. And the guy's face is kind of like shared between two different frames in the one scene. So it definitely... He, he, we're, he, we're back he, on yeah. Insidious, for those who haven't figured yeah, it out. Yeah. I've put the trailer on, and it's uh, very slow-mo
1: in... All you see is feet, and he's at the base of your feet, and he looks like you are a pork chop. <laughs> and he wanted pork chops for dinner.
0: <laughs> and, and my brother is like, shit, it's what's for dinner.
1: <laughs> Not me. You better fuck up with that. Nonsense. <laughs> but no, no, he looks like... And you know what the worst part about it is? Not the fact that some horrible creature is running up the coma machine to go ahead and touch you in your secret no-no place like uh, Freddie did uh, Jazzy Jeff. This looks like this is not his... The worst part is he's done this before. (laughs)
0: Like, this is not his first rodeo. This is not his first rodeo. (laughs) He has gotten (laughs) others before this exact same way.
1: (laughs) And more importantly,
0: he's probably mad he's not going to get full experience for this. I mean... Do you remember in freaking um, in in Zombieland the guy that is in the urinal in the freaking bathroom?
1: Oh, when the clown does (laughs) it, I jumped for that. I jumped. I jumped. I jumped. I can't. That's why I said I can't take a dumping piece. Some things are sanctity.
0: I mean, in in the fact how your boy is just like it it it, uh, with Zombieland. I can't remember. What's what's the character's name? Columbus and Tallahassee. Yeah, so uh, Columbus is the the the. Tallahassee the is Woody Harrelson. Jesse yeah, Eisenberg Co- is Columbus. So Columbus is like cardio is so important, and also you have to know uh, rule
1: one, rule two, double cardio and double tap.
0: Cardio and double tap, but also um, you know, with coming with the bathroom scene, he's like, yeah, you got to make sure to lock all doors at all times, you know. <laughs>
1: I see no fault in his logic.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, like I said, um, I'm. Uh, it's going to be a horror movie that uh, I am not relishing the fact of um, my wife telling me to go see <laughs> with her. So, wait, I have a better question for you. Why are certain letters read in the title? I don't know. If anybody can, can go ahead and state that, why? Because uh, in, in, I'm not trying to cheat and look title. it up. Right. In each insidious title. There are certain uh, parts of it that are red. And this one, it is the S and the I in the word insidious. Oh, is... Rephrase. It is the second,
1: uh, is the first oh, S yeah. and the second I. So in mm-hmm. SI, the SI is uh, red. Then in the red door, red is uh, red as well. So see red, yes red. I don't, I, I don't, I'm, I'm missing something.
0: Right. Um, I, I've known previously in other ones. Uh. It matched the color of the demon, um, yes. the the red, and that's the only thing that I can think. But um, I I am completely uh, I'm not exactly sure about that. So if anybody knows definitely, uh, send us a message about it. But uh, yeah, it's it, I, my, I know my brother won't see it, but I probably will. What be What you trying to say, it. man? I I probably will be forced to see it. Well, you 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 and maybe somebody special in your life might go see it. You know. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm going to see the blackening. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to see the blackening. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm that and Metigator because I already saw Cocaine Bear.
0: Oh, okay. I haven't seen Cocaine Bear yet. You okay. need
1: to see it. It is the waste of time that you want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, any any movie with Felicity in it, I normally go ahead and go check. And Her name it. is not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Rev Ross is literally being channeled right now. <laughs> you jump. It's neither here nor there. Is it closing time? I think it's closing time. Got me looking around my back for people going ahead and trying to, mm-hmm. nah, nah, I'm going to sleep with my crucifix.
0: You, shoot, you ain't the one with the, 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 the doggone door open, the blackness going on.
1: <laughs> you talk to Charlie Murphy all you want. With that said, it's YNB Collins and Brother Wolf here. Signing off for the Benchmark Podcast, where I don't know what today's Benchmark is, but uh, make Be sure, ready for
0: anything. <laughs>
1: make sure you have your rosary and your holy water minimum, right? <laughs> right. Be good, y'all.
0: Thank you for listening to the Benchmark Podcast, a product of Benchmark Media, LLC, where we always attempt to establish a positive Benchmark. We would like to remind everyone that the views and opinions expressed are strictly the views and opinions of each individual, and those views do not reflect the stance of Benchmark Media. Any opinion stated is not to be construed as professional advice or help. Please contact a professional for any help you may require. We would like to thank all of our guests for today and also for contributions of our listening family. Remember to contact us at therealbenchmarkpodcast at gmail.com. Or www.TheRealBenchmarkPodcast.com. Or you can follow us on social media, Facebook, or Instagram. And if you'd like to be a friend of the show, you can donate to us on our PayPal. You can give me a drink. All rights reserved by Benchmark Media, LLC.